Hello and welcome to week three of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Whiskey Madness 2020, The Final Pour, a four-week-long blind tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from America, Scotland, and Ireland. I'm Scott, and joining me as always is Ed. Hey, everyone. And once again, our friend and bartender extraordinaire, Anders. How's it going? Our venue is the spectacular Whiskey Tangent Arena, again, in scenic downtown Marlton, New Jersey, my kitchen, and the crowd is simply crazed with anticipation. Whatever! In week one, we matched up the four bourbons and four ryes. In week two, we witnessed battles among the four scotches and four Irish whiskeys. Mm. And today, we're doing round two for all brackets, sort of the finals of each, in order to determine which bourbon, rye, scotch, and Irish whiskey we'll meet in next week's ultimate final pour showdown. But first, Ed's going to kick us off by revealing the eight whiskeys that are still alive and fighting to make their whiskey dreams come true. Well, I got to tell you, it's an exciting day. I mean, we've had so many tremendous contests between great whiskeys to get to this point. We've had upsets. We've had favorites carry through. It's even more fun than I expected and even more exciting. So the ones that we have, the scotches going against each other will be Lagavulin versus Chivas Regal 12-year. In the Irish round, we have Greenspot versus 12-year Redbreast. In our bourbon bracket, Top Seed Heavy McKenna will take on that upstart Will It Pot still. <laughs> hot off its upset over Old Forester Prohibition style 1920. Poor Old Forester. And in the championship of championships, mm-hmm. the one that everybody is buying the ticket to see is mm-hmm. Bullet Rye versus Willet Family Estate Rye. If we had a lot of overtime in the first two rounds, I can't see how we escape <laughs> round two <laughs> without similar problems. Oh, I know. This is going to be so intense. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the first matchup, which is going to be the Scotches, Lagavulin versus Chivas Regal. Yeah. Let's go to Anders first. What do you oh, think about this? I think this is going to be a very exciting matchup we have here today between these two Scotches. I think it's really going to be a matchup between the consistency that Chivas Regal 12 is able to create. You know, it's a Highland blend of Speyside Scotches, aged to 12 years, versus that eight-year upstart, the Lagavulin, that brininess and that uh, peatiness from that like distinct Islay characteristic. I think they are coming in with very different strengths, and it's going to be interesting to see how they end up matching up this week. Yeah, this is sort of the surprise brackets because we mm. didn't really have a lot of experience with scotches, and we didn't know how any of this was going to shake out. Um, I think maybe Lagavulin expected to be here. They were the number one seed, but mm-hmm. I'm Chivas Regal, kind of surprised. I think they made it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I actually thought that the second seed, um, Agantushin. <laughs> Akintoshin. No, threw it out there. I knew it was wrong. <laughs> what would it be if I didn't let Scott correct my uh, poor pronunciation of foreign words? It's sort of our brand now. <laughs> right. Seriously. Dude, speak American. No, um, I picked both of these. So mm. I feel like it's going to be a battle. Of course, I'm going to be able to tell which is which. This is one round that we can pretty much tell difference because yeah. of the smokiness of Lagavulin. But like- I know. So we have a 12-year going up against an eight-year. Uh, being the Scotches, they have a similar mash bill. Although, as Anders said, Chivas is a blend 
blend mm-hmm. and Lagavulin is a single malt. That yeah. might have something to say. Yeah, that's definitely in the Scotch world. I think it's a pretty big difference. Okay. We'll have Anders move over to the preparation area once again uh-huh. and pour us the scotches. Outstanding. Let's do this. Okay, Anders has poured us the scotches, and he's handing them to us right now. Here we have A. 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 Followed by B. All right. And it should be pretty distinct from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. (laughs) With the emphasis on stink. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say that it smells bad, because it doesn't. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Such a shocking difference Mm. between them. It it really is. (laughs) Yeah, immediately. Drinking a campfire. Yeah. Mm. And B definitely has that sweetness, but with just a little bit of that smoky peatiness in the background. Right. Takes a bit of a backseat. Yeah. So let's put some water in. Do you know why the peat ends up infused? Because they burn it to roast the malt, right? So the malting process is almost like fermenting process. You're mm-hmm. like, like sprouting nuts or things like that. Right. So they do that to the barley. And there's a couple of ways that you can stop it. But one of the easiest ways to do it is through smoke. Smoke helps the barley seize up and stop the malting process. Right. And whereas there's not a lot of wood in Scotland, but there's a lot of peat malts, they mm-hmm. burn that. So that's how it gets that distinct flavor and characteristic. Very interesting. There's there's somewhere that they have to use sheep's dung because they don't have a lot of trees. It's like, maybe it's Iceland or it's it's an island somewhere. That sounds like Iceland. Yeah. (laughs) Well, people do the civet coffee uh, from Indonesia. Right, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The the beans that go through the cat and you pick it out of the... Whose job is it to pick coffee beans out of the dung? (laughs) All right, so uh, I've submitted my ballot. Yes, uh, Ed submitted his... All right. Mm-hmm. And the verdict is... It's a tie. <laughs> uh, should have seen it, it coming. Of course it was. Ed and I just... <laughs> we've discovered that we just don't agree. Overtime. All right, Ed is poured. Yeah, yeah I've poured it. For A and B for honors. Yeah. He's nosing them both. This will be interesting to see kind of where I come down on this. Yeah. Yeah. Since I, I think I'm a... Bit more of a scotch drinker than you guys. You definitely are. You know, scotch just has such a great, like, a mouthfeel to it. Mm. You feel like you're growing up when you're drinking scotch. Yeah. Uh, I feel much older than 50. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. Right. And Anders is much younger than 50. Uh, yes. <laughs> should say that. Right. 45. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, he's going back and forth between the A and the B, and it's... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to add any water. Yeah. Oh, no? Well, I mean, they're not overly proofed. You know, they're 80, right? Yeah. It's a lot of old lady as well, right? Um, that's a good question. Well, I have the bottle right in front of me. <laughs> it, it, no, no, no. Lagavulin's 96. 96, proof. 96 yeah. proof. Yeah. It's actually coming with a little bit of heat then. Scotches so, do traditionally tend to be a little bit lower in proofage as opposed to bourbons. Right. There's, but Lagavulin's yeah. actually very high for scotch. It I'm is. I'm a little impressed with that. Yeah. Mm. I think, oh, he's making decisions. He's a pen in hand. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't need to write it. Oh, he doesn't have to write it down. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you, all you have to do is say A or B. A. So Lagavulin moves Lagavulin on. moves yeah. on. To the final pour. It was incredibly close for me. Uh, mm. For me, I was the smoke was too much for me. Yeah. It destroyed 
the Johnny Walker Red in the first round because it was just such a more complex flavor. But right. the Chivas had right. enough structure and flavor to it yeah. that I liked it better yeah. for me. Yeah, so I really need to say that Chivas Regal has redeemed itself in my mind. And mine. Likewise. Yeah. It had a spectacular showing yes. here. And it was complex. I mean, it's just a little bit less complex than the lack of Lagavulin was right. today. It's funny. We're about to go to Irish, which mm. tends to be a little less structured than the Scotch. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what that's like after, you know, spending some time up here in the uh, Scotch world right. going down to the Irish. So um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the uh, two Irish whiskeys that are squaring off. All yeah, right. Let's do it. All right, so um, we're going to talk about the Irish bracket. Right after the favorite won the opening bracket, but did go into overtime, which has been the trend in this tournament. It certainly has. Now we have Green Spot versus Red Breast, which we just featured in episode 22. Right. We know these two expressions very well. It's so funny. And at that time, we felt that Green Spot just edged out the Red Breast. But if anything has been proved in this tournament, anybody can win on any day. They can. That's and true. the Red Breast 12-year is a spectacular Irish whiskey all on its own. So, Scott, what do you think Red Breast has to do to win here today? Man, I have a feeling that it's feeling pretty good after its win over Powers Gold. Also taking an overtime, I think. Green Spot just has this really interesting nose to it. Mm. The green apple nose. And that's what won it for me in the last round. I'm expecting it to be in this round too because the red breast doesn't have that right it's almost like with the lagavulin smoke i'm going to be able to tell which one is which mm. i don't necessarily taste that so i don't feel like i have the same advantage you have right it will be interesting i have a feeling ed and i still are not on the same page we haven't been this entire tournament um so it's going to be another right. uh, tie and honors will get to drink something else yeah if it comes to that i think it's going to be a very interesting matchup between the nose and the palate in this one red breast does have that uh it has a Cherry cast finish, if I'm not mistaken, and and, yeah. and that element I think is really going to round it out. Where I will say, Green Spot has that incredible green apple nose. Uh, mm. Some people get some peach or some other like very bright summer fruit flavors, mm. but in my mind, it doesn't really carry over as much to the palate. So I think it's going to be something that's very aggressive on the nose and then very subtle afterwards in a very elegant way to something that's very subtle and understated on the nose and then has a bit more of a bolder palate. So I think that's what's going to really kind of decide the matchup here today as we know i'm fighting a head cold which has right, definitely limited um not that i couldn't smell the scotches the first round because i certainly <laughs> could but um the subtle differences between these two the bouquet you guys are speaking of so obviously i might not be able to pick up sure so Anders is in the preparation area and he's pouring us some green spot and some red breast 12 year and uh i'm getting excited about this one i really do like irish whiskeys yeah this is going to be close i think this is going to be really close <laughs> Yeah. You think it's going to be close then, do you? I do. Hey, did I tell you I think it's going to be close? <laughs> I think it's going to be close. Yeah. What do you think, Ed? Um, close. <laughs> yeah, definitely close. All right, here's A. Oh. Hey. Hey. And B. All right. Nosing A and B. Hmm. 
this one's going to take a little time. This is, we have to do this right. Both I, of these I, are I, delicious. I, and what's funny about it is I talked up the green apple mm. that I detected last time. Yeah. And it was really prominent for me. Mm. This time it's not. That's I, so fascinating. Yeah. One is starting to stand out for me. Yeah. I'm having trouble mm. telling the difference between the two. They're quite similar to me. I mean, the green apple was really prominent for you, but it wasn't so much for Ed last time around. No. And going up against the, the JMO, it, it was shockingly comparable. And I'm wondering if that happens again. Mm. Pouring some water on? Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. So it's probably good because mm. I am partial to the green spot. Probably more fair. So I'm just going to pick the one I like best. All yeah. right. Ed has made a submission. Which is all I did as well because I like both of them, but there's one that I liked a little better today. Which is what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Right? Like I'm expecting Scott to choose the same one as me, but I've been expecting that all tournament and we haven't done it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So I just markers out. Tasted both one last time, one right after the other. And made my decision. It's close. It's close. It's but I, so close. But I really think that we did it. All right. How close do you think it is? Uh, it's pretty close. <laughs> do you think it's another tie? I think we both picked. picked yeah, I'm going to say one. we picked the same one. I feel like we did. It yeah. was clear at the end of me. Took a while. You did. Yes. Oh, B and B was green spot. Oh, oh wow. The top there we go. Amazing. There oh, we go. Man. And you should pour yourself a little green spot. Oh, yeah. Yourself. I mean, I almost picked A. I really did. I'd, my first round of sips, I liked A. But then I put a couple drops of water in, and man, the, that's what it was. The, yeah. The sweet finish yes. and the complexity of the green spot. Just the exact same thing happened that happened on the episode. I said, oh, yeah. I like this a little bit more. Yeah, because we didn't talk about the finish going into this. Uh, we just talked about the nose, but there is right. a better finish. Yeah, so two things. Green spot, it's not a tradition tasting Irish whiskey, but that is not to say that the Red Breast is any slouch whatsoever. Oh, no, God, no. The Red Breast was, I believe, the first whiskey we ordered for our lounge it locker. Wa- it was. But the green spot's just that much more unique absolutely yeah. right and i mean they were the one and two and they made it to the final of the bracket and the green spot did what it was supposed to do right so we've had two number ones yeah. I, feel, I feel like we're you know we've like had, the NCAA. Right, we have two number ones in, in the bracket so far in the final pour and now we're going to go over to the american side so we're going to come back with the uh, bourbons up next All right yeah let's do it Now we're back. We're going to talk about the bourbons, the McKenna number one seed tenure. Right. Henry McKenna tenure versus mm. the Willet Pot Still. Willet Pot Still. So, uh, funny story. When, um, we shouldn't have, but we drank too much Henry McKenna in between recording. So, I had to go out and find another bottle, which normally would not have been a problem. I mean, literally <laughs> three years ago, you could find Henry McKenna for like $29.99. Yeah. And, uh, and hell, I bought it in the summer for $39.99. And now you can't find it. So, I called around, and one of the stores was getting a delivery, and it was a, a grocery store, Wegmans, actually. Yeah, so Wegmans was getting six bottles in, mm. and uh, I called up. I said, "Can you hold one?" Like, "No, no, no, we can't hold it." And I'm like, "What are you selling it for?" Like, they were selling it for thirty-seven ninety-nine. Wow! So I made plans to actually leave work on my lunch, drive to the Wegmans, buy it around noon. It was coming in at nine o'clock. Well, I couldn't fucking work. You know, you can, you got to do your job every now and then. So <laughs> I was. Uh, I have no idea why they right. want that from you. It's right. it's a little bit much. Right. I was trapped. Yeah, I couldn't get out. You. I got yeah. out of work. I rushed there after work i got there at five o'clock i walked in the guy's like yeah they're all gone i'm like fuck why well this guy came in and bought five 
And, you know, I went online and I posted that like, you know, hey, thanks for buying five. You fucking selfish bastard, basically. And some people are like, well, get there earlier. And, and I get that, you know, but this is what creates price gouging by the liquor stores. This is why Blatton's is $80 a bottle now. Yep. This is why everybody is hoarding. You know, I say buy two bottles and let the pack feed, you know, so I, it pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. And it's funny. Someone online was like, you're going to too big a store, like find a small out of the way place. So I went yeah. to this small liquor store up in Wrightstown, the Aquai Air Force Base, and they had one, but it was 52. Right. The $15 uh, upcharge. 52 50 or something. Yeah. And, I, and I was happy to have it. And we have it here tonight. We're going to enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you really have to do your homework because even like the Willow Pot still that I picked up as well for $49 at Benash's, other people had it right down the road. Total Wine had it for like $58, $59. They're like five minutes from each other. So you really have to know. Yeah. Is that sign because I'm taking too long or because no, you're No, it's sign okay. because... <laughs> They have opinions. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was going to say, yeah. Anders, you must see this a lot, uh, ordering whiskey for the bar. I hate buying whiskey for myself because I know how much it costs right. both parties. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I see a markup that I just have to ask why. Yeah. And I understand supply versus demand. That's yeah. entirely sure. understandable. Capitalism. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Why, and why, and why movie popcorn is $8. You can find movie popcorn for $8? Well, and paying 11 Jesus. Well, fuck. Wow. It's 8 if you just cup your hands and they just dump it in and you walk away from <laughs> Please, the Please, um, I have some more. <laughs> That'll be $11. <laughs> I have um, seen Heavy McKenna for $79.99. Yep. But we know there's a limited supply of it and people are scarfing it up and then you're going in buying five you can do it because remember courteous behavior is in the eye of the beholder it's not a law you can go buy five you're not breaking any rules right it's just courteous behavior well liquor stores can combat that by saying oh one per customer or right. be nice to just to hold it for the you bottom line is when it, you called and asked for it yeah when i got the one at the mcguire base i said hey do you have any more of these and he's like yeah i got a couple more <laughs> He goes, but you have this one. That's what he said to me. Right. So he wasn't really looking to sell me another bottle of the mechanic. Yeah. So let's get back to the matchup. Enough venting about right. price gouging because, yeah. you know, this tournament is about availability. We have the McKenna tenure. It's mm-hmm. here yep. against the pot still. And uh, let's talk about that. The pot still upset, I think, a favorite of all three of us to possibly win the whole damn tournament, mm. which was the Old Forester Prohibition style 1920. Something that we thought is a fantastic structured whiskey expression with complexity and density and enough heat to be self-proofed down to wherever you want it, whether it's on a globe or some water. And yet that day, the pot still was so delicious that in overtime, it carried the day for Anders and I. Yeah, uh, I do like the old Forester. Like I said, when it was upset that I was not upset, <laughs> I know that one of the knocks against it is that you have to wait for it to open up. Like a lot of people say, you need to let it sit in the glass. You need to let it breathe. You need to put some water in it. And then it does develop some complexity over time in your glass, probably because of the 115 proof. I've, yeah. I've read that in a couple of different places, and I think that's what hurt it last time, because we're drinking in a quick competition here, and we're blind tasting it, and the Willow Pot still, it smelled tremendous, and so that's why I wasn't upset by it, because it's delicious whiskey. and a beautiful uh, nose. Yeah. All right, well, then let's Please. see what happens. All right, Anders has poured the McKenna and the Willow Pot still oh into God. glasses A and glass A. Here we are, glass A, Bourbon. glass B. Mm. All mm. right. Getting your early nosing in. Yeah, B for butterscotch. Mm. Ooh, B for butterscotch. Yeah. Mm. All right, I've, I'm going to taste them. Okay. Mm. I okay. think this is a really, really tense matchup we it, have right here. It is. I'm not going to be able to tell which yeah. one is which. All right. Proofage is pretty close around the, uh, the 94 versus 100. Mm-hmm. The, They're both really good. All right, we've added a little bit of water as well. Mm-hmm. Sinking to the mm. now. 
Ed is pontificating hmm. on mm. mash bills in life. Wow. All right, Ed's made his submission. One tastes a little bit harsher to me. Maybe I just didn't put enough water in it, mm. or or as much as the other. But I'm, I'm going to pick the the one that tasted the best. All sure. right, to All me right. today. Well, let's see. It's a tie. Wow. And Andres gets to drink again. <laughs> <laughs> Overtime. All right. Uh, Ed has poured A and B for Anders. I'm passing him over now. All right. And what a wonderful bracket to have to break time with these two <laughs> yeah. fantastic expressions between Henry McKenna Tenure and uh, Willett Potstill that just will not go away. It no. won't go away. It's the third seed. Taking a higher seed to overtime for the second time in this tournament. This is really incredible. There's almost like this uh, anise nose on the second one. On B. Interesting. Mm. A's got a little bit more candy in the nose. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe A's just living that really like hard life, you know. Live fast, die fun. <laughs> that's for whiskeys, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Zipping mm-hmm. A. They're both so good. Yeah, they're, they're like, terrific. If, if you said you have to only drink these two the rest of your life, uh-huh. I'd be like, Okay. Okay. Right. If you could throw just bullet rye and willet rye in and make that the four pack, I'll take it to my grave. Oh, you're gonna put some water. Oh yeah, yeah. Add some water. I'm gonna be very thorough with this decision. Absolutely. It's important. It could be an upset of a number one (laughs) seed. Literally one drop, Bill. He's so exactly. He's very exact. Single drop in. Yeah. One drop. (laughs) I'm gonna put an actual sound effect. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) There are people who can make that sound effect with their. I know. I know. I don't feel like I have anything cool like like the people that can whistle with their two fingers real loud. Yeah, I I can't do that. I gotta learn how to do that. Guys that could like just spit between their gap and their teeth like. Those guys, yeah. I can never do that. I, can't do I can that. never do it. No. Wiggle your ears. I can't do that. I can't do my eyebrows def- yeah. separately. Oh, yeah. can you do it? A little bit, yeah. A little uh, bit, yeah. yeah. All right, we've, well, been, we've been stalling for Anders because now Anders needs to make a decision. A. A. In overtime, the top seed, Henry McKenna, comes yeah. through oh, wow. with the victory. All right. <laughs> Representing the bourbon bracket in the final pour. Oh, there we go. So we've got three top seeds so far. Three number ones. It's so funny. So are we on the wrong page, Scott? Because we kind of put all these whiskeys in here and we kind of agreed on the seeds and here we are. So it's true. Even though we've been slightly askew of our choices, we got them all here. And uh, now everybody is a buzz in the arena as we approach the last bracket, the rye bracket, the Willett family, after a crushing defeat in overtime. (laughs) Can its brandmate, the family estate rye for Willet, come up with what would have to be the upset of the century here at the Whiskey Tangent World <laughs> as our beloved bullet rye, the most versatile, multi-talented, sometimes I consider it my best friend in the whole world. Hey! Think you're supposed to be me. <laughs> we get enough comments. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be honest with you. If any rye is going to upset yeah. bullet, it's going to be the Willet. Bullet Rye and versus Willet Rye. I think this one is the most ripe for the upset because Willet Rye is really complex. Bullet Rye is not. No. But it has a surprising sweetness to it. It's just extremely approachable. It'll stand up the water because it's 90 proof. Yeah. It makes great cocktails, as you know. That's what we use here. Anders, what do you think about this matchup? It's astounding to look back and see that this might be 
the biggest upset of the entire bracket. Right. But oh it is entirely possible yeah. that this happens tonight. And I have to be honest, the Bullet Rye has its own flavor. In fact, my son Michael had some the other night, and he goes, do I remember this being a sweet last time I had it? It hits you differently each time, you know? Like, it has its own complexity to it, but it certainly is not as dense. I, I think we'll know which one is which for sure, because we recognize Bullet and the proofage of the Willet's going to take it to another level. I mean, it's almost 20 points higher, and I'm not going to choose the Bullet out of loyalty i'm a huge fan of the will it rye and i said when we started this tournament that i felt that it had the complexity to take the tournament and i still feel that way so two years ago at my house before i moved into the whiskey tangent arena that's right <laughs> what a gorgeous arena it is yes um we held a double blind whiskey tasting ed was there we did not know anders at the time or right. anders would have been there and we had bullet rye we had four roses single barrel we had a hill rock expression the sautern bourbon i yep. think <sighs> um Knob Creek single barrel. Yep. Uh, High West double rye. Eliza Craig. Angels Envy Bourbon. Woodford Reserve and Evan Williams. But among all those high expressions, especially the Four Roses single barrel, the Hill Rock, the Knob Creek single barrel, other ryes in the mix. Bullet Rye ended up the winner, and it wasn't even close. We I had, gave it a ten, and I brought the Hill Rock. Yeah, we had three novices. We had three people that I thought were close to experts. Me, Ed, and another friend of ours, and we right. had one or two um, intermediate range, and we all picked it. But even when it was just me and Ed and our, our friend Bill, we averaged sure. our three score, and Bullet still won. So that is a feather in the cap for Bullet. They have already won a double blind tasting for me and Ed, and today we have something similar, and we might get a similar result well we're going to find out and it will determine the last member of the final pour right now who will join lagavulin green spot and henry mckenna tenure okay anders is pouring us the glasses uh we wanted to say how excited we are about oh this. my god yeah like we're sitting here like two kids on christmas like, i know my legs what? are shaking i'm so torn here because i love will it rye i love like, both of them yeah i know and then yet bullet is such a tremendous spirit for us okay here comes the a all right here's a a here's b mm. and b Wow. On the nose, they are different. Oh, A is so good. Oh, no, B is also good. <laughs> As oh, we knew. God, A is so good and B is so good. Oh, man. This oh. is so close. So I think the shit out of my mouth yeah, right I, now. I think we know just from the proofage, yeah. I think we know which is which, but um wow, A brings it, man. A is delicious. It's so good. Spicy and sweet. And enough fire where I'm getting a little burn. Mm hmm. I mean, That's let's stop lying right now. We know what they are. A is bullet. B is willet. It is. And they're completely different. Completely different. Both are tens in their own fucking way. Like, shit. Damn. And really, you know, uh, if bullet does not go on, I'm okay with it because um, willet is that good. Uh, I'm really, really trying. Struggling, maybe, is the better word, to determine which one I'm actually going to pick. This makes me think of Marvel Comics is always known for referring to uh, DC Comics only as our distinguished competition. Oh, yes. And this matchup is making me think yeah. when Tom Bullet listens to this podcast, <laughs> the way he regards Willet, if Willet should, in fact, take the rye bracket, yes. I think he'll think of, of Willet Rye the same way. Entirely yeah. respectable. Absolutely and fully appreciating your but, love of bullet rye here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do like triple blind okay, so i'm right. gonna close my eyes mix up the glasses i'll hand you a glass okay. okay and i won't know which one is a or b okay okay there's a glass there's a glass i will sip this one i'll take it back there's another glass all right all right thank you now make your decision <laughs> i'd already written mine down okay is it the first one or the second one it's it's the second one 
All right. Okay. Everyone's with me. There's the mission. Bullet Rye wins. Wow. What sold it for me was I cut through the proofage. I added some water, proofed the Willet down. Right. Like two drops of water in the bullet, and I put about six, seven drops of water in the Willet, and I got into the flavor of each. I swallowed it, and I said, God damn it, the bullet's delicious. It's sweet and spicy, and it's what I like. And the Willet is fantastic, but if I had to drink only one the rest of my life, it would be right. the bullet. I really went into my heart and made the toughest choice I think I've made the tournament. Well, you saw the machinations that I went through to yeah. make my oh, decision. Yeah. I had to do it with my eyes closed um, and not know which one was which in order to pick the one that I liked yep. best. Because I think the Willet was definitely more floral than the bullet. And that's just not the taste that I like uh, as much I, I, as the regular it's bullet. It's just that really the floral, floral, really herbaceous. Yeah. Yes. It's delicious, too. The Willet was delicious. And my first sip, I was Willet. And I think you might say the same thing. I, I, yes. The first sip, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go Willet. The yes. Willet is so complex and dense. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to A and I'm like, God, it's delicious. It's so sweet and peppery and it's just perfect. It's a perfect whiskey. And then I did the water thing. I'm like, no, it's the bullet tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. That Willet, it's so floral, so herbaceous. Yes. It, uh, again, I get this like nostalgic feeling of drinking like soup yeah. on a sick day with that my mother's made. Right. It, it, if any of you have ever had a broth that just gives you that heartiness when you drink it, like, wow, you just, you just want to just keep yeah. drinking it. That's kind of like what I think he's trying to uh, Absolutely. bring. Yeah. It. So the bullet has made it through and we have all four number ones yes. in the final pour yep. which I did not believe the way this started out that that was going to happen no. I didn't believe going through I thought there was going to be so many upsets right yeah I really thought that we might have Willard versus Old Forster, and I know that some people would be like, "Oh, you guys chose your favorite." And you know what? I don't blame you for saying that. Yeah. But honestly, you're right. I did choose my favorite, the favorite that was in my mouth today, and the favorite that I want to drink mm. the rest of my life. And I, I mean, they just heard what we did. You proofed yours down. Yeah. I did mine without yeah. even looking. Yeah. And Bullet ended up winning. So yeah. the matchups that we had, like Ed said, we had all number one seeds advancing: Lagavulin over Shivas Regal, uh, Green Spot over Redbreast, McKenna over Willet Potstill, and. And Bullet over Willet Family Estate Rye. Poor Willet. The, the, Willet. the Willet Distillery just came up I, just I mean, short. I mean, not poor Willet, but like, shout out to Willet for really going the distance. Right. Yeah. For the American Whiskey Bracket, they had two out of four. They don't have that many expressions. I really want them to be my friend. I, I, went, I went Willet to like be my BFF. Like, I wish they would call me and like, hi, Ed. I'm like, hi, Willet. What are you doing? We love you. I'm like, I'm like, seriously, like a stalker for that. Yeah. Willet's like the friend that you like, you know, calls you every two to three months and be like, hey, man, I just want to check in on you how, yeah, how's life going which, how you doing right, which yeah. genuinely cares right. about you right so let's talk about what's coming up next right week. next week oh my god the matchups so we got mckenna 10 year versus bullet rye wow and then we have lagavulin eight year versus green spot and you couldn't be more different over there like that's just going to be we're going to know right what it is yeah what do we feel like drinking? Yeah, absolutely. And but in the McKenna and Bullet Rye, I mean, there's similarities between these two. Bullet Rye's pepper, but there's yeah. a sweetness that they share. Yes, there's mm-hmm. sweetness. They're very comparable mm-hmm. in proofage. Mm-hmm. Five points difference. Right. I think this semifinal matchup is going to be a matchup between one of the truest expressions of bourbon and one of the truest expressions of rye. Yeah. 
versus a very distinct uh, scotch and a very distinct And the Irish final whiskey. pour itself, yes. the finals, I mean, you could have a Henry yeah. McKenna versus a Lagavulin, right. or you could have yeah. a, a Bullet Rye versus a Green Spot. I mean, these are completely different. They're going to be coming from all different angles. Yeah. I mean... It's going to be tough for us, I think. It's going to be... It's Well, if, if it's Lagavulin versus Henry McKenna, it's not going to be tough for me. Yeah. It's going to be tough for you. I think <laughs> at, at, at this point, there's going to be a lot less pretense about trying to right. keep things distinct everything sure. is going to be distinct right. the gloves are off yeah all right so um i want to thank everybody for tuning into this round of the whiskey madness 2020 i'm ed i'm scott i'm anders yes. and we'll see you next week for the championship And you're not that great, man. Stop what you're saying. Stop what you're making. Everybody here knows that you just fake it.